laughing. Her black curls fell over her pretty pug face, but I could see she was blushing by the darkening shade of the mocha coffee skin visible between her hair and the back of her neck. And since when did you eat? I held up a dripping fast food wrapper between finger and thumb. This kind of stuff. Her mutters became more audible, but more defensive. It was the last meal Tom and I had before he... Stop trailing off when you talk about him as though he went off to a tragic hero's death. He's living in Wolverhampton and he'd been two-timing you. And she's a topless model. Only my best friend could keep the leftovers of the meal during which she split up with her boyfriend. Only she could keep them until they went critical anyway. Oh, Meg, I said helplessly. If ever there was a man who'd had his chips, it was him. I picked up a newspaper from the recycling pile and began scraping unidentified runny stuff off the floor of Meg's otherwise pristine kitchen. I don't know why I asked you over. I knew you wouldn't understand, Holly. You are very unsympathetic. I think it's because you don't get attached to men like I do. She clasped her forehead dramatically. You don't know what it's like to be in love. Because they're all wankers. We've discussed this and you agreed. Wankers. Fat wankers, some of them. Only after Tom had left. And now I'm feeling like I'm ready for something new. Yep, that would be a fridge. I handed her the pendulous paper replete with greasy puddles. I've got my own house, a great job... Why the hell would I want a man hanging around wanting meals and laundry and doing botch DIY? Because, oh, just because. Great argument there, very persuasive. Richard Dawkins would love a debate with you, you know that. But Megan didn't reply. She was staring down at the sinus-clearing pool in the newspaper package. Her chunky-cut curls were, for once, completely still. Oh, Holly, look, she breathed. Never seen evolution in action before? I poked the wobbly pile of fat. Hang around long enough, you'll be able to tell it your views on love and the universe. No, she flexed the newsprint. This advert, here. I looked. What would you wish for? Women interested in forming a group to practice a new branch of the magic arts. Get in touch. No experience necessary. Just a broad mind and the desire to make wishes come true. And then the name Vivian and a phone number. Magical, Megan breathed. Her brown eyes had gone all shiny and big. She looked like a little girl on Christmas Eve. She says we could do magic. Yeah, I see the mistake you're making here. I took Megan's shoulders and shook them gently. Magic, not real. Like, oh, I don't know, the Tooth Fairy, Doctor Who and impartiality? Pretend, something you grow out of by the time you're about... I looked into that rapt expression and my hands dropped. Twenty-nine... Or maybe, on current evidence, even later. Don't be so pragmatic, Holly. 
Wouldn't you love to wish for something and be able to make it come true? What would you wish for? Her eyes were still unnaturally sparkly, and it made even my inner cynic go all rubbery around the edges. After the way Tom treated me, I'd wish to be worshipped like a goddess. Wouldn't you get a bit sick of all the sacrificial blood? And then, think of being on call all the time. It'd be worse than being a junior doctor. Or a dutiful sister, which is what I am. And I have an arrangement to meet my dear sibling in 20 minutes. So I'm going to leave you with your fantasies. I collected my jacket and bag and went to the door. Megan was sitting on the floor, clutching the newspaper bundle, which was now dipping alarmingly in the middle. Her face was all dreamy, and there was a little smile I didn't much like the look of tweaking at the corners of her mouth.